In a location somewhere between Lincoln, Nebraska and Secaucus, New Jersey, lies a very spooky town. So spooky that it's scary. Welcome to Scary Town. Chapter the First, in which I enter the awful and nauseating world of Scary Town. I am recording this not because I want to, but because I have to. The past three months of my life have been party to many mysteries, almost too many. And while I am fortunate to have made it out in one piece, others on my journey were not as fortunate. When I think about the strange and bizarre direction my life has taken, I'm led to the woman whose disappearance served as the catalyst for it all, Janice. I had been dating Janice for some time when it became clear to me that our relationship needed to end. You know that point in a relationship when you're three weeks in and it's clear you don't really like the same things or the same people or each other's personality? We had reached that point and then continued dating seven months after. What can I say? I preferred the company of someone I despised more than being alone. I knew the breakup had to be a delicate thing. Janice was a fragile woman, prone to sudden and highly dangerous fits of hysteria. She once described herself as a 34C Timothy McVeigh, and it was hard to argue. It took a while for me to build up the courage to end things. Finally, on a night in February, just the right proximity between Valentine's Day and President's Day, I knew I had to make my move. However, like all the best laid plans of mice and men, they were delayed. Janice and I had ordered Indian food, and once you get more than three pieces of garlic knot in me, forget it. I am passing the F out. I fell asleep on the couch, knowing that there was always tomorrow to end it with my former beloved. Well, I guess we never said I love you to each other, but uh, you get the idea. I'm just trying to gussy up the story here, okay? So, sue me. It was 1.14 a.m. when I woke up and Janice was gone. Janice? Hey, Jan? Are you taking a shit? If you're taking a shit, hurry up, because I want to take a shit, too. I knocked on the bathroom door, but instead of screaming at me to leave her the fuck alone, silence. The bedroom, the kitchen, even the bodega a block from my apartment that makes really good coffee? Nothing. When I returned, there was a note taped to my front door. I've read that note many times since I first saw it, and every time I'm still all like, the fuck? Meet me in Scary Town. I wish so badly that I could go back to that moment and rip up that note, go back to my room, and eat the rest of the vegetable sulfrazi. But no, my mother raised me as a gentleman, and so I had no choice but to travel to Scary Town and break up with Janice in person, the right way, the way my mommy would have wanted me to break up with her. A quick Google search showed me that Scary Town was either A, a small town just a short bus ride away, B, a haunted house where the performers could tase you and dunk your head in an unflushed toilet, or C, an annual convention for the children's author, Richard Scary. If Janice was at either B or C, everything would have been so much easier, with so much less misery and pain, and I might have even gotten a signed copy of Cars and Trucks from A to Z. But no. Janice was at Scary Town, the place. I went to the bus station and purchased a round-trip ticket. It's funny, 
I could have saved a couple bucks if I knew the trip would only be one way. When I got off the bus, I had no leads. The rumbling of my tummy led me to a local diner where I'd hoped to get my fill of information and hopefully vegetable zelfrazi. Do diners do zelfrazi? More Indian people should own diners. I mean, I'd eat a curry burger. Uh, hello, everybody? Why is everybody looking at me? <laughs> there was music before. How did you get the music to stop like that? I got a remote. Is this because I'm a stranger? We don't take kindly to strangers. Yeah, I, I get that. Uh, listen, I'm looking for my girlfriend. Her name is Janice. <laughs> well, she's not really my girlfriend. It, it's kind of complicated. <laughs> Let's just say I'm checked out of the romantic aspect of our relationship. <laughs> I'm not saying that because I'm, like, looking to hook up or anything. <coughs> I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it, I, I guess. <coughs> but it's not like I'm, you know, trolling for pussy. <coughs> Who's coughing? <coughs> I'm, I'm sorry about that pussy trolling comment, okay? That is not me. I'm a good guy. My mommy raised me right. <coughs> Unless pussy trolling is the kind of thing that flies around here? Or... <coughs> Are you, like, waiting to cough between my sentences? I guess that's polite. <coughs> this is Trump country, right? I'm not really picking up much of a Marfa vibe. <coughs> it's a town in West Texas. You'd think it'd be really conservative, but it's got all these sculptures. It's kind of like an artist's haven. <coughs> Jesus, just get a fucking Ricola. Oh, can do. much better. Great. The point is, has anyone seen Janice? I've seen her. Great. Anyone seen her beside this old lonely creep at the counter? Nope. Oh, hi there. Hi. People around here call me Butterman. Why do they call you that? You too ready? Hi. Yes. Do you guys have vegetables alfrazi? Vegetable without what? Worth a try. I'll just have what he's having then. All right, let me get two eggs over easy. Okay. Let me get those cooked in butter. Uh-huh. White toast. Yep. No jam, just butter. Sure thing. And does that come with the side? Fresh fruit or home fries? Uh, let me get the, let me get the home fries. Gotcha. Side of dipping butter. Absolutely. And then a Caesar salad. Gotcha. No dressing. No problem. I'll just take a little lemon. And some butter. Oh, and so the home fries. Can I just sub some butter on the side? You got anything to drink? Black coffee. Shit, sorry. I mean butter. You want me to blend it up so it's a liquid? Uh, no. But thanks for asking, sugar. Coming right up, boys. Fuck. You, uh, you really like butter, huh? I don't like butter. I need butter. Oh, so you're like one of those YouTube foodie bacon freaks, but like for 
butter? I wish. During the Cold War, the U.S. government was worried that a nuclear winter would erase our food supply. The Army began a classified program to breed super soldiers who could function only on small amounts of calorie-dense, stable foodstuffs. Even if its citizens were starving in the streets, the government wanted to be sure that it could still defend itself. I had just enlisted at the time. They were looking for volunteers. A lot of guys thought it was too risky, but after I discovered that my wife had been having an affair with my best friend and subsequently tricking me into making love into a pillowcase full of barber hair every night, I figured I had nothing left to lose. 36 hours later, I woke up to find that they'd replaced the entirety of my digestive system with that of a baby calf. So, <laughs> no, I don't like butter. I fucking love it. Wait, you had no idea that you were fucking a bag of hair? Feels the same as a human woman in the dark. No, it doesn't. You don't know. You don't know until you try. Anyway, you mentioned Janice. Yes, do you know where I can find her? Sure do, but that's not safe to talk here. Meet me in the back alley come nightfall. I'll tell you everything you want to know. And then some. Well, time for me to skedaddle. Wait, you're not going to stay and eat all your butter? My what now? Night fell. The alley was small and dark. Everything smelled like milk. At first, I thought that this was just a meeting place, but I slowly realized that this was his home. A figure emerged from beneath a pile of trash, his words muffled by the sloshing of dairy between his cheeks. You go alone? Yeah, of course. I don't know anyone else here. Who would I bring? I'm not sure. Cops? Is this illegal? Of course not. Also, this town doesn't have cops. What? What? Why not? We don't need cops, and we have other means of protection. This is so complicated. This is just the tip of the iceberg. It is? That's... God. Patience. All will be revealed in time. I don't want it to be, okay? I just want to find Janice, dump her ass like a gentleman, and go home. I know, but I need you to appreciate the risk I'm taking by helping you. There are certain individuals who'd rather you go away. I'd rather I go away. Now, where's Janice? Where everyone else in this town is being held. She's at the... Get down! What the... As I ducked behind a bag of trash in a rat's nest, I thought about the mess that I'd gotten myself into and how hard it was going to be to wash out of my clothes. Seriously, nothing gets rat shit out of a pair of corduroys. I've tried. Ugh! Right in the butter. I turned to Butterman. The bullet had pierced his heart, and remnants of the sticks of butter he had taped to the inside of his jacket pocket had oozed onto the pavement. It's too late for me. Go to the Institute. You'll find your girl. She's not my girl. Until you break up with her, she is. Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. Ouch. Sweet dreams. I'm dead. Sweet dreams, you prince of dairy. You gonna stick around and catch a bullet? Or are you coming with me? What? I turned and saw a woman. Her face was covered in soot. 
She was wearing overalls and a coal miner's hat. Needless to say, she looked completely insane. Who are you? Call me Lara. I'll explain on the way. Explain your name? And on the way where? To the mines. But I'm trying to get to the Institute. Looks like the Institute got to you first. Wait, the Institute shot Butterman? That's the stupidest sentence I've ever said. Here's an even stupider one. The Institute shot you. How is that stupider? Let's move. What will happen to our beloved narrator? And who is Laura? And why does her name need an explanation? And why does this serialized fiction podcast need two narrators? Find out next time on Scary Town. What's a creative podcast network?